0: Well, hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome day, because I know I am, because today is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, <clears throat> I want to start off saying this. I, I think this has been on my heart this past year. Uh, I think this is respectable to a Christian podcast how can how can anyone be supportive of killing babies beheading babies how can you side with those people I mean let's think about it It, Israel I'm just trying to I'm, I'm lost at words never would have I have ever imagined for a nation such as America which is a melting pot to be so heinous and so brass against another nation stating that Israel brought this upon themselves and that they're going to support Palestine I mean you can't make this stuff up like and now that but the fact that you have one particular party actually I'm just going to say it, it blows on, you see the Democratic Party's true colors when they put a flag of paratroopers and that says free Palestine or I stand with Palestine, number one, and it's out of the Chicago Black Lives Matter movement, now that, but then they had to delete it, but they still say they stand with them. I mean, what's the matter with that? And then you also have colleges these past couple weekends, people from all around America protesting against Israel and, and stating that it is Israel's fault. I mean where is this coming from? Let's think about it. I mean you look turn on the news and you even have the news media people stating that it is Israel's fault. CNN, MSNBC, the view which is complete all of them are st- communists and horrible people. And, I mean, it just, it's really sickening. And not only that, but how is that showing love to your neighbor? How is condemning and supporting killing of babies and beheading babies and, and seeing that horrific things that the Hamas terrorist group is doing, I mean, supporting them? I mean, if you really love Hamas, if you really love him so much and that you blame Israel, why don't you go to the front lines and? Why didn't you go to Palestine? Why didn't you go to Gaza and do something about it instead of coming here and ruining our communities and hiding behind our military and cavalry? But when faced with trouble, you call whoever. See, and we. This is why we have a messed up society, and the response has been absolutely not. It's been flabbergasting. And I also applaud businesses are not going to hire college students that had these kind of horrific actions against Israel. I applaud them. But I also do, I think it's scary. We have faculty members at different colleges all around America, Harvard particularly, and even Berkeley and Yale, those three colleges, They are the incest pool of Satan. Yes, I said it. They breed and they teach hate at those universities. Those individuals at those colleges. They've changed. They used to teach about loving other countries. They used to talk about bringing people together. But now they would rather blame one particular side. I've never, and, and seeing the American flags being stomped on, I've never, it's truly heartbreaking to see that, especially as an immigrant. Imagine if you did that in Russia. Imagine if you did that in Palestine. How would people react? See, a lot of people don't understand that you can do that here. It's disgraceful doing it here, but you're not going to get arrested. You're not going to get in jail. You're not going to get, you're not going to do anything. You're not, you're, I mean, they're just you're going to get media publicity, but that's it. You do that in Palestine. You do that in Iran. You do that all over the place. Other than America, you do that other place in America and the territories America has, you'd be in prison. you be in work camps. Or you'd be beheaded or killed. So how is that still okay? That's not okay. See, that's a problem I feel like that America has drifted away. And so this, this episode is going to be talking about America's drifting away from moral values. That's what it is. And it's truly right. When you have many leaders, pastoral leaders, and I'm not a pastor, but I'm like, I'm not a, well, I wouldn't say I'm a leader, but I, I influence. You know, I can say I influence people. It's really disturbing I remember being in Russia and um, people acting this way it normally got cut really short and it's interesting people in Russia they would protest I, it nothing is talking about America values we really have gotten so dumb that we forget what happened last week we forget to we forget what happened years on the road <clears throat> And it blows my mind how we have one particular party that's telling us to forget about what's been happening. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're, te- they're f- telling people to focus on the MAGA extremists, focusing on people that are pro-life. but Don't focus on your own party. Don't focus on the hatred that you have from your own party. You know, I feel bad because this new democratic party is a party of hate. I've never met a, I've never been, I've never seen a party that hates people so much with a passion. That encourages evilism. I like that word, evilism. That's what they do. At this point, anyone that stands for Palestine, anyone that stands for Hamas... Is evil, Hamas is nothing but a terrorist and a thug. But why not blame President Trump? Why not blame the mega extremists? Blame everybody else but you yourself. Maybe the six billion dollars that America has given. Why don't you come to the realization, saying that okay, you know, what, it's our fault. We shouldn't have been. We shouldn't have been giving money to Palestine. Well, we actually gave two hundred. Forty million dollars to Palestine, you know. We have to make sure we have to make sure that our enemies are well off too. And then we also have to keep funding Israel too. So not only is our moral, our American values messed up, we don't know what is right and wrong anymore. Because we have people in Congress that are Palestine sympathizers, Hamas sympathizers. We have people that are Iranian sympathizers they rather support Iran and their nuclear program. And last but not least, we also have people that would rather support and chant death to America while they're in America. And you're seeing this happen. You're seeing this day in and day out. You're seeing how the depravity of man is showing its finest, the finest tune. You're seeing that happen. We are... We are awake and we are arise, <clears throat> and we, And it blows my mind. And the whole big picture is is that the Republican Party is no better either. I hate to say it. You know, the fact that, I mean, we've had more support on Israel. Uh, don't get me wrong on that. But the fact that we also have People are just slow stepping. Now, it's interesting that we're still going to continue to. I don't know how we're going to keep funding two wars. To tell you the truth, I I really don't know. What's next? We're going to keep. What's next? China's going to move in on Taiwan. And then Israel's. uh, Then you have the Ukrainian war that's going on. That's the one. The uh, Israel war that's going on, too. And number three, the Chinese attacking Taiwan. That's going to be three. Oh yeah, don't forget another war that this administration has probably going to get us into is uh, Inside America too. That's number 4. So this president, incompetent and grossly incompetent president, I'm going to refer back to our episode, he's done a fantastic job of starting wars. He's influenced both sides. He's breeded both sides. He's got blood on his hands. And it's interesting how he's going to He had a press conference and a reporter asked, how are you going to get the families out? How are you going to get them? And he's like, I'm not going to answer any questions on Israel, quote, uh, on October 11th, 2023. That is grotesque. You know, and that's why it also blows my mind that we still, like, are supporting Israel. we're still, I meant to say, we are supporting Hamas and we're supporting Syria. Let's support Israel and let's stop funding Ukraine, that worthless war in Ukraine. It's been, an I'm a hard critic of the war in Ukraine. It's been, a, it's been worthless. There hasn't been done anything on it. The only thing that's been done is liquidating all of our assets and now we become so weakened and now we go and throw another billion dollars to another war and we actually we paid 6 billion dollars and we told iran that we would pay them 6 billion dollars and they've gotten money they've been getting money whether you like it or not they've already got money from our tax dollars 1.7 billion dollars and 2.3 from syria and we, oh yeah don't forget we also gave money to syria 2.3 billion dollars under the 117th congress see there's big this is a we that's why this is a messed up country that's why our morals of this country are drifted away from our founding fathers are drifted away from the biblical aspects you know and that's why we look back at today's you know that's why there's a verse that comes to mind for whoever desires and we this is a verse from mark 635 or 6 mark 835. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my name's sake and the gospel will save it. That means a lot in our hearts. That means a lot. To me, that means that we have a fight at home as brothers and sisters in Christ. We have a job. As prayer warriors in this country Christians we have prayer warriors and we have a due diligence to go and pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel we have that up we have to do it and it's interesting how our time and the delayed response from an incompetent president I don't think he really knows what is actually going on he doesn't know and I think he's been instructed and. In, if you've been watching him speak lately he sounds so frail it's really really sad and now that but he started yelling in the mic and and it's like okay well, grandpa like okay get off the stage now because we know grandpa's getting in a senile stage and that's what happened he he went all senile again and you didn't know what he was gonna say and I thought he was gonna say something offensive every time see every time that anyone from the Democratic Party speaks. I'm afraid they're going to say something that they're not supposed to. Something against the MAGA Republicans, something that is against the Christian faith, and something that's satanic. See, the Democratic Party has drifted so far away from being moderate to being like, okay, well, we're too, we're, we're I'm Democrat, I'm like social, like I'm Democratic eco- economically, a Democratic social, socially, but I'm conservative fiscally but they've gone to the point where they're progressives and they're blatant communists on all levels. That's why this war in Israel, you're seeing who your true adversaries are. You're seeing who your true friends are. And I definitely can tell you they're not your friends that voted for Biden in 2020. They're not your friends that voted for Biden. They're not your friends that voted for Evers If you live in Wisconsin, they're not your friends that voted and said, stand for democracy. They're, they're not your friends because they don't know what democracy actually means. They don't know what it's like to have oppression. And neither do we. America, I don't think, doesn't know what oppression means. They talk about it, a big game about it. They talk about how, well, we have to beat the colonizers. Anyone that says that, like the view's been spewing that hatred. See, that's the thing that does. Our society has become immoral because we started talking about colonizations and colonizers are bad. That is some frightening language because they're going after you and you might be part of that party. That's what's scary about it while they're positioning to go after this, our society. And that's why I think it's very alarming what's going on. And we should take this seriously. There is nothing funny about what's been going on. And it's interesting because we look at, you know, With today's message or today's uh, reading and there's another one that i kind of want to breach on you know not breach on but speak about because we're tired i'm tired you're tired i'm sure i've seen all this brokenness now here's where this ties in and before and i'm going to stay i'm going to say this as well I also think it's right that as Christians we get involved in politics. Enough of sitting on the enough of sitting on the sidelines. The silent majority speak up. It's enough is enough. Stop saying, "Well, we gotta stop saying like, oh, well, you know what? We just, well, it isn't God." I I know God has got a plan. He's got a purpose. But this is our time. This is our time to inform. What's going on? This is our time. And enough of saying, well, you can't mix politics and Christianity. You know what? You can. Because the Democrats have been going after Christianity for the longest time. They've they've gone after supporting killing babies and beheading them. That's what they've done. And I think it's time that we put our big boy britches on and big girl britches on and start fighting and start standing up for what is right and relating back to what's been going on in our studies and i think this is why i'm speaking about this i'm not reading i know it was supposed to be about matthew 11 but i want to change it up because i'm just tired of it and i was absolutely heartbroken to see in dear poor michigan of so many palestinian mm-hmm. sympathizers and boy they don't know what's going on half of the time That's another sad thing is, if people really know what's going on in America, if they know what's going on around outside the doors of America, they turn on, like if they actually do their homework instead of listening to CNN and other commentaries, they would know what's going on. They would know what Muslims actually stood for. They would know that um, Hamas um, attacked first. They would know that, but they don't want to know. They want to attack based on their feelings. Oh, that's too hurtful. You can't say that. And so, this makes me tired, and I'm sure you're tired. But through all this, we have hope. In verse twenty-eight, we'd say, or in verse twenty-eight, come to me, all who are all who labor and are heavy laden that brings me peace and comfort, knowing that God is in charge and we're not. That brings me assurance, knowing that he loves us, and that he wins at the end of the day. That brings us assurance, knowing that we can go out and we can call upon him no matter what, because our fight is about to start. And our fight is not done, especially as prayer warriors. Our fight for them is praying to God that he may intercede in what's going on. That's our fight. It's not to sit on the sidelines. It's time to attend school board meetings, public meetings, county meetings, getting involved. But the cool thing is while you are getting involved Don't be afraid to call upon God. Don't be afraid to pray for your neighbor. When your neighbor says, ah, you see your neighbor working tirelessly. He's attending school board meetings or she's attending school board meetings. She's doing everything to make sure that your kids are safe. Don't be afraid to say, stop them and say, you know what? I'm praying for you. Don't be afraid to say, Hey, come on. I'll give you rest. Or let's switch out. Let me go to a school board meeting and let you spend time with your family. That's the awesome part. And that's why I encourage you, more than ever, to find a church to attend. Because when we find a church and we when we group up as a nation, men of faith and women of faith, we can take back this country and bring it back to the moral compasses, our founding fathers wanted it when we attend church and when we get closer to god as a nation he will hear our prayers and he will watch be watchful of us and he will preserve the next generation but it comes up to you though you have the free will that means getting uncomfortable at times it means not being afraid it means responding and interacting with people that you don't like or that think differently from you that's what it means and it's okay because god is in charge and god will always be with you and so with this in mind we're going to end it with a word of prayer Dear dearly father we thank you lord for bringing us together we thank you that we can just be here in reverence of you lord you know we are we pray for our brothers and sisters in israel that are being brutally murdered, and martyrs as well. Christians around the world are being killed for their faith. But Lord, we pray for a special prayer for America, as we have drifted all of our away from our moral values, as we drifted away, thinking that it's okay to support killers, it's okay to support Satan. And Lord, I just pray that we can come to you with a repentant heart. And knowing that what we are doing is wrong. And knowing and supporting bad people is wrong. Lord, I just pray that you can watch over our hearts. And I just pray for a heart of peace and repentance. Lord, because you're an awesome God, and I just pray that you we come to you asking for a repentance of our hearts, minds, and actions. I pray that we can just be watchful of what is next. Be watchful of your coming, Lord. Or, Lord, I just pray that you can just give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you, you we have been focusing on, the path that you brought us on, the path of love, the path of forgiveness, and the path of of everlasting life, so that when we cross that finish line, Lord, we can hear you say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, I want to tell you that is my message on American morality out the window. And that is part of the Remember God Loves You and I'll Meet You at the Finish Line episode. With this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And remember, God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye. He said, I am the way. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Can you imagine somebody standing up and saying, I am the way and no man can come to God except through me? Can you imagine somebody saying, I'm the embodiment of all truth, all scientific truth, psychological truth. I am the embodiment of all religious truth, moral truth. Well, the man's crazy. He's either a liar or he's crazy or he's who he claims to be. And that's the decision you have to make. If Jesus Christ is who he claims to be, the Son of God and the only way of salvation, the only way to escape the coming judgment, then you better make your way to Christ fast. Tonight, don't wait.